Welcome back to another illustrious episode, another controversial episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast with your host, me, Marquise Nash, you know, the one and only uh, controversial king, um, whatever you want to call me. But uh, today's episode is going to be a good episode. We all, we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about the NBA free agency, NFL free agency, Drew Brees' career. And a lot of other things in around in and around sports. So let's get into it, people. Today, uh, we're gonna be first. We're gonna start off with NBA free, not NBA, but NFL free agency. Let's get right into it. Let me go to my research department and go get to my uh, research. So we have here. Let me see. Let me see. So I'm always getting. Uh, let's go. So we have Matt Judon agreed to a four-year deal. With the New England, New England Patriots worth fifty six million, uh, we have Jalen Mills signed a four year deal worth twenty four million dollars. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good. <laughs> then we have Juno Smith signed a four year deal worth fifty million with the New England Patriots. We have Aaron Jones signed a four year deal worth forty eight million dollars with the Packers. We have Zinter, Zint, uh, Gard, Zittler. I don't know his first name, but his last name is Zittler. For the Giants, he resigned with the you know he signed with the Ravens for a three-year, twenty-two million dollar deal. We have Daryl Williams hiring a three-year deal worth twenty-eight point two. Well, I'm just gonna really get out the main ones. So we already got the main ones really out already. We mainly, I mean, if you want to check, you can check the NFL Network, and they got most of the. Um, the trades and the free agencies that happen, but I'm gonna talk about really the main ones that have really affected a lot of people. Um, like the like I said, uh, the New England Patriots. The, what I uh look, uh, when I looked at this free agency, mainly, mainly, really, what I got out of this free agency was New England Patriots are gonna be really good this year. They're not gonna be the same New England Patriots of last year. They're gonna be actually pretty good. I actually feel like they're gonna make the playoffs, which is crazy because. Yeah, I would have never thought like to see see the the Patriots like stumbling because you never knew. I mean, I knew eventually Tom Brady was gonna retire, but for him to just leave and say I don't want to be here no more, and then just leave, and then they gotta find that what find a way, man. It just it seemed weird. Yeah, man, it seemed weird, man, because it was like you would never like you would have never knew like the New England Patriots would struggle. I said eventually you knew Tom Brady was gonna leave and. Bill Belichick, you thought Bill, I thought really thought once Tom Brady leaves or one time Brady went to another team, I thought Bill Belichick was going to leave and like he, or he was going to retire or something like that. But he didn't, he stayed, he stayed there with the storm and all that stuff with the storm they had and not getting a lot of success in the, like, at all, like last year. I mean, it was, and you got to really realize too, well, COVID-19 had just started last year and they had just came back from that. So. Cam Newton was out for a minute with COVID-19 issues, and multiple other people were out with COVID-19 issues. So this year might be a great year for New England Patriots. I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoff. I mean, they, I'm not going to go all, all off the uh, wall and say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I feel like they're going to make the playoffs this year because Cam Newton, 
I don't think he's gonna give you 2015 Cam Newton, but he might. You just never know. He might. You never know. He seems healthy. He seems motivated. So you just never know what people might do when they motivated. So I'm not gonna always count on that he might not go back to take back the hands of time and go back to 2015 Cam. But you just never know with that. But um, yeah, like I said before, man, like this is a lot of things happening. We got the NBA news. We have what we else have on the NBA. We have, let's go to my research department because I'm going to talk about some of the NBA. We got um, eight games that happened in the NBA yesterday. We have the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, beating the Sacramento Kings 122 to 116. We have the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Wizards in D.C. 133 to 122. We have the Spurs beating the Pistons 109 to 99. We have the Knicks. Losing against the Nets in controversial fashion, one seventeen to one twelve. We have the Clippers winning against the Mavericks, one hundred nine to ninety nine. We have the Pacers losing against the Nuggets, one twenty one to one hundred six. And we have the Suns winning against the Jazz, not the Jazz, but the Grizzlies, one twenty two to ninety nine. And we have the Lakers winning against the. Warriors, 128-97. to So, for me, yeah, like I said yesterday, uh, not yesterday, but I said a couple of days ago, these are really, this is really, you kind of know the top teams are kind of falling right now. The bad teams are kind of falling right now. So, for me, yeah, like it's, like I said before, it's just, I don't know why, it's just, it just feels like this this day is kind of weird. I really have not, a lot to talk about today because it was just like, it really wasn't nothing going on other than free agency. Uh, last yesterday and today, so it was just like it was a lot. Like I said, it was a lot of things. I mean, this is probably gonna be a like a short podcast. My podcasts are usually like 30, 35. It probably be gonna be everybody around like twenty something, twenty six, twenty. I say twenty five, twenty six minutes. You are gonna hear me talk about just uh, the stuff that's going on in the NBA and the NFL. So yeah, for me, I I, I kind of knew they were gonna sign Aaron Jones. I I kind of knew. I had a feeling they were. And the crazy thing is, what's the coincidence? Coincidence is, right after I kind of, I ain't gonna, go, I ain't really go off like I wanted to on the Packers, but right after that, like Aaron Jones got signed, which is crazy. Which I knew the Packers were gonna do. I eventually, I just think they, and I, once I saw them restructuring people's contracts, I was like, okay, they trying to do that. They trying to sign back Aaron Jones. They just, that's why they didn't franchise tag him. Which is great because I hate franchise tag because it's only this time. It's only temporary. You get it for one year. And it just, it just makes you happy for one year. And then it's like, okay, well, we – and it, it shows – I don't say it shows the weakness in the, in the NFL team, but I just feel like it shows that they, they don't they don't believe in you. They, they want to wait for a while, which I, I, they did with Dak Prescott, which we went over that whole situation with Dak Prescott. And we don't want to – I don't want to go through that whole situation because it makes my head hurt because that's just irritating. But, um, yeah, so for me, yeah, I, like I said before, it's it's really great to have Aaron Jones back, but we, of course when we have wins, we gotta have losses. So the loss is Jamal Williams. So for me, I just I don't know, man. I I, I love Jamal Williams. I just love them kind of players. The swag, what swag he brought, what like energy he brought. And I mean, of course, I think that the reason why I did not bring back Jamal Williams because they got AJ Dillon and what AJ Dillon brought last year, kind of. Solidified that second running back, and they might they end up might end up end up signing uh, Jamal Williams back. You just never know, or they might sign back another guy. So we never know. But uh, Jamal Williams has alerted to the Packers fans that he's not coming back, so he might not. So 
for me, yeah, I, 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 what I think the Packers should do is at least, I mean, they could probably most likely sign back, sign another guy, another loose up guy, because I need a, I, I think they really need that third running back, because Aiden Dillon still needs some work, so I ain't going to automatically give it the reins to the second uh, running back to AJ Dillon, the second string running back to uh, AJ Dillon. I'm not going to give it to him right away, even though he proved a lot. Last year, like especially in the in the in the uh, ending of uh, last year's season before the playoffs, he kind of proved a lot. A lot of people wrong, not including me, because I, I believed in AJ Dillon. I, I knew as soon as I saw him come out the draft, I was like in the Packers draft, and I'm like, oh man, hey, he's a good guy. He reminds me of, and I I thank God that he's he's he didn't go pull an Eddie Lacy and get overweight because that's what happens with them bigger kind of guys. That same thing happened with Zeke. Zeke. And I feel like Zeke is going to come back to Norm this year. And I think all the reason why I think he was struggling a little bit last, this year because, like I said before, the Dak Prescott situation, that kind of messed up. When Dak got injured, it kind of messed up everybody else. And now, don't nobody really know where to fit. Like it, He's the glue guy that set, puts everything together. The reason why the Cowboys were sustaining and they were sustaining and they were still going to the playoffs was because of Dak. Because Dak was the only, uh, the only factor of that team that was – consistent on a daily basis. I mean, Zeke would have bad games, but Zeke would at least, you would at least know, okay, Dak is going to go, okay, he's going to be able to audible some of the plays and give Zeke some touches. So for me, that's, I think that was the glue that kept everything together. And once that glue kind of, they pulled that glue apart. And once they pulled that bandit apart, everything started falling apart. So I feel like that, that was the reason behind like the Zeke kind of thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if Zeke comes back to Norman he has one of them big years again, so it, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But like I said before, before in Packers news, um, yeah, the Packers, I feel like, man, they, they, they're in a good situation right now because they signed back Aaron Jones, so that's good. And I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to uh, extend uh, Devontae Adams' contract, give him a, a, a contract extension around this time. This would be a great time to do that, to get that out the way so you won't have to worry about that. And also, and also, also I feel like, the Packers now, since you got you got back Aaron Jones, you should go out, preferably the, the the free agency, but you can do it in a draft if you want to. Because, but I think in free agency you have a better chance of getting a, a wide receiver that is capable of just learning the system, of, of, like especially with Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers, it's not just with Aaron Rodgers, it's not just like learning the system or learning the plays. It's learning the, the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers knowing you and you knowing Aaron Rodgers. That's the same thing with with how with Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, and that's why it took so long with Devontae Adams to learn uh, Aaron Rodgers because that, it wasn't just all plays, all this this play you got to do this route, or it wasn't just blocking or scheme or whatever. It was just learning Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers learning you. Aaron Rodgers know okay, I can throw it this way and he's gonna he's gonna catch it, or I gotta run this way when he means this way. Like he, you, it's certain signals that Aaron Rodgers gives you that tell you, okay, I'm gonna throw it to you, or certain signals that he tell you, okay, I'm gonna throw it this way, or I'm throwing it to the left, or I'm throwing it to the right, or I'm throwing a post route, or I'm audible. Like it's it's certain stuff that you, it's certain intangibles that quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson give you that you just need. It takes time to learn that. So for me, I, I think. That like a, a guy in free agency, a wide receiver in free agency will help, or a guy or whatever you want to call it, a guy a wide receiver, a guy that is a wide receiver. <laughs> that, uh, so like uh, 
wide receiver most likely would need to be like really acclimated into the NFL already. I feel like, but because I think in in the uh, stance of like just talking about wide receivers, the wide receiver class is going to be really. It's going to be. I don't think it's really going to be that great this year. I mean, it's going to be great this year, but and the mainly really, really what everybody talking about is the quarterbacks that's coming out this year. So um, it might be some decent wide receivers coming out. I don't really haven't checked the NFL draft right now. I don't really haven't like watched a lot of college football or basketball like that. I'm in college football because a lot of stuff that got canceled. So I really didn't get to see a lot of football games in its entirety. So, I mean, I have, I got to really probably check again, but I probably will talk about it or I'll probably send some out in my Twitter or something like that. But man, yeah, I really feel like the Packers should go after this game. A couple, they got Juju that's still out there. Juju Smith-Schuster. He might end up staying with the uh, Big Ben and the Steelers, but I mean, you just never know with the free agency. People were talking about Odell Beckham. I think Odell Beckham would do it, but I just think oh, Odell Beckham has to be willing to uh, be able to be a second, the second fiddle. Like he has to be willing to say, okay, I'm gonna be the second fiddle. I'm not gonna be the number one guy today. Like you're not gonna be the number one guy on this team. You're gonna be the second fiddle. And like I said. The, it is for me. It's, it's crazy about the Packers. Is all this would have never happened if the Packers would have probably signed Randall Cobb. Like we've been missing out on a slot receiver for a while because a slot receiver. You got to realize a slot receiver. I feel like the slot receiver is probably the most dangerous person to be on a team. Like because if you really think about it, because not the most dangerous person, but like the, it's the most dangerous position just to get injured because. You got to realize you're in the slot, so you most likely right there, like you're doing slants right there where the linebacker is. So he's automatically knowing, especially if he knows the players, he knows or he's going to pass it to him, and he can, he can just light you up right there and put with ease. So for me, it's just like, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's really weird because it's like, oh, my God. Like it's, it's like I said, the slot receiver is really – it's not, like I said, it's not a dangerous position in the sense of like, it's dang, it's it's like oh my god you get hurt a lot uh, hurt a lot but it's like you gotta have heart to be in a slot because you're gonna get hit most of the time a lot of the times you're gonna get hit just, even if you don't catch the ball they might hit you just to see just to tell you like just in case you catch it I'm hitting you so I mean and that's what I would do if I'm a linebacker in the slot I'm doing that but man like it's 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 gonna be really really interesting these next couple weeks or whatever. Before uh, the draft, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be real crazy, man. We're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start hearing a little bit more trades, and we're gonna be hearing a lot of more trades. Or a lot of trades gonna be happening. We're gonna have a lot more like people switch. It's like musical chairs right now. A lot of teams are switching teams. A lot of teams are staying. A lot of people are staying with their teams. A lot of people are switching teams. A lot of uh, uh trades are happening as we speak. Probably as we speak, I think we had just saw, I just got some news for uh, free agency. Uh, what happened? I just saw it. Um, dang it. I just saw it. It was somebody getting traded or something like that. Somebody signed with like the Jags. What was it? Uh, we have here. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, let me check my research department. Akil Griffin signs a three-year deal. Uh, worth forty million with the Jags, and also Hunter Henry signed a three-year worth uh thirty-seven point five million dollar deal. Uh, he signs with the Pat Pats, the uh not the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Patriots. So, man, like I said, as we speak, trades are happening. Uh, free agency, free agents, free agents are signing with teams. 
So, man, it's like I said, it's, it's happening as we speak. So let's talk about the NBA. Speaking of NBA free agency, I mean, in free agency overall, we're going to talk about NBA free agency. A lot of things are happening right now. I mean, you got a lot of people on the off, on the, on in off the market right now. I mean, you got you got uh, Andre Drummond on the market right now for teams that want him. You got uh, Hassan Whiteside on teams that want him. You got uh, JaVale McGee. Crazy thing is, you got teams that want him too. Also, because um, a lot of people need rim protection right now, because ultimately, I think you need at least one or two guys. I mean, you need at least one guy that can rim protect. I mean, Dan Jordan could do it. And with the Nets, but he's not he's not the same DeAndre Jordan. So I think they just need at least I think I think they will still end up making the finals without a rim protector, but I just think just in case, like just in case you face a guy like A D, you need some guy in there that can defend him at least or make it difficult at least with uh with A D. But um yeah, so I think that's that'll be well. I mean that'll be good. And you got Peter Tucker with rumors going to the Bucks or uh, and other teams, but the Bucks are really interested in him. PJ Tucker, and that'd be great for the Bucks because that adds another aspect to the Bucks defense. That puts another veteran there. He's a great corner three-point shooter. So, I mean, that's great too. So, I mean, the PJ Tucker deal would be great for the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, by the way, are doing really well. They're starting to look really good. And actually, the great thing is before he before Drew Holiday got in the COVID protocol, they were actually the fact the Bucks were actually looking good. The Bucks were rolling on five, winning five straight, and then and then do how they got uh, NBA protocol, NBA COVID nineteen protocol, and then that's when the Bucks start struggling. So the Bucks are doing well now, though, man. They're they're starting to look like the team that that can that make a run in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they went they they were down to them and the Nets. I mean, because I feel like Philly is good, but I think they're still like I said, they're still a piece away, and it's not. And, and I think they still could they and they could win the final with this the, the roster they have right now. But just me being a Milwaukee Bucks fan and me being a homer, I got to <laughs> – even though it's supposed to be a controversial episode and it's supposed to be – I'm supposed to be opinion – I'm supposed to, like, not, like, be so biased. I'm sorry. I'm being biased. Hey, I want the Milwaukee Bucks to win. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm opinionated today. I'm. It's not – it might not be controversial. Well, it, kind of, it could kind of be controversial a little bit. There's not a, not a lot of people are picking the Milwaukee Bucks to come out the East, so it's like, it's, of course, it's controversial a little bit, just a little bit, because anybody and most people are picking the Nets right now because they're favorites supposedly because of KD and Kyrie and James Harden, but they're so they're some good players. They're all right. I'm just playing. They are. They're really good. They're really really good. They're they so they have a chance to do something great this year. I mean, I I love KD, man. Not love him, but I mean. Uh, he's a great player. I mean, Kyrie's actually has the best handles in the NBA. James Harden is just a whole problem with the free throws and knowing how to foul people. That just that's all. And then he's a great facilitator, by the way, which I kind of figured like it was gonna work. It, and I still it's still up in the air right now for me with the Nets. I mean, I'm not gonna automatically put them in the finals right away and may face them against the Lakers right away. We just never know what can happen and never know. We never want to know. Like, we just know, we don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs, especially with James Harden, because James Harden have had have struggled in the playoffs. That's where, like, his, that's why he's been, like, it's been happening for him. Like, it's not been, ain't nothing good been happening for him as of late, especially in Houston, if we're talking about just, uh, like, playoffs. I mean, and that's the same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie won that only championship, but that was with LeBron, and then ever since then, he's really haven't, been like up to par. It really hasn't been like nothing really you can say about Kyrie. I mean, he's 
Like I said, Kyrie, I'm not saying Kyrie is bad or nothing like that, but Kyrie hasn't really shown us in the playoffs. Like he, the last time he played in the playoffs with Boston, the last time they struggled like tremendously against the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the last time we saw Kyrie just in a playoff game. I mean, other two, I mean, he was with the Nets, and the Nets didn't make the playoffs last year, so we didn't really see a lot of Kyrie. Or and he was injured too, also, and then KD was injured, so we really didn't see the full roster. And then now with KD being out, I just really hate it because I always want to see, I I just want to see them play, and they and they have playing played a game with together. But I'm just saying a multitude of games. I'm talking about at least twenty games of them just playing together, playing, and just let me see that because then I, I can really assess like what I feel like what I feel about the Nets. But I think like, so the Nets are still probably going to play. They probably are going to be in the NBA Finals. You just never know what is going to happen. But I'm just giving just, just a, a little bit of hope to other teams because Miami is one of them teams where you just don't want to mess with them because they're one of – the way Jimmy Butler is playing, man, it, he just can – he can go off at times. And we saw that in the playoffs. He was just tired last year. I mean, imagine if he wasn't that tired or he wasn't playing on 48 minutes like that or if they had – and like I said, this is why I feel like the, the Heat are not going to go that far. Because they're just a piece away from the, just just getting over that brink. Because I think Jimmy Butler is nice, but um, I just think they just need some more. They need another facilitator other than Goran Dragic. I mean, Tyler Hero is great, but Tyler Hero, we just know that's a shooting guard. I mean, got uh, Dun- uh, uh, Duncan, uh, not Tim Duncan, but uh, Duncan, the uh, the other rookie, the other uh, two year player that was a rookie last year. I mean, you got him, but he's he's pretty much just a, a spot on shooter. So you really don't have really a, another facilitator. Other, I mean, Jimmy Butler is starting to be a, a, a better facilitator, so that works. But I mean, after a while, you gotta rest Jimmy Butler. I mean, Goran Dragic hasn't been playing well this entire season. So I mean, when you put all that into factor, it just really makes me feel like they need one at least one at least one piece. I, I think they need like a bigger guy. I mean, other than Bam out of Bayou, other than Bam out of Bayou, what do you have really? You really don't have no other guy to uh, say for, to help because when you when I really think about it, I'm thinking now about the two top guys in the West. If you end up getting to the Western Conference again, who's gonna guard KD? If you were in the East Conference, who's gonna guard KD? Really, but I mean, Jamie Butler can make it difficult, but ultimately it's up to KD if he's gonna make it or not. It really not up to you if you you're gonna. The only thing you can do is make it difficult. That's the only thing you probably probably can do. But KD just make it difficult, make it difficult for him to score. That's about it. But besides that, it really is not really like in anything you could really do to Katie to like stop him. He's pretty much the most efficient. He pretty much he is the most efficient guy when he's on the field. He's the most efficient guy on that on the court. So that's just me. That's my opinion. But I mean, it's not even that controversial. People already probably know about that. But um, speaking about controversial, uh, I, like I said in the beginning, we're gonna talk about Drew Brees' career. So Drew Brees, it wasn't really controversial, but me you know Drew Brees, he's six foot. Anybody really expect him to do nothing? He had an average arm. He had an average speed. I mean, pretty much everything that you want your play a player to have at least one or two attributes that's above average. He did. He didn't. He didn't have really. He had pretty much. He was an average height. I mean, he was average height other than him being six feet. But he was average height. He was average speed. He had average speed like on a run. He didn't really run like that. He didn't pass like I mean, he was average. He not not average in passing, but he was average in his throwing arm. It wasn't really great. I mean, he his accuracy was all right, but it wasn't the best. 
But um, it, it, it and all and when you add all that all that together, he won a ring. He's been to the playoffs multiple times. He's an all-time passing leader. So when you put all put all into factor, it's amazing what he have done with just being average. Which tells people and it tells kids just because you're average and just because people tell you that you're average doesn't mean you can do great things. So for me, I'm gonna end it on that. And uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can listen to the podcast. On Spotify, you can listen to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, or you can listen to the podcast on uh, Stitcher. But if you're like a person that you want to tweet, you like writing, or you like typing people, typing it in, typing about conversation, you and never know, you just never know the conversation we might have on my Twitter or my Instagram or my Facebook. I might talk about it on my podcast the next day or next podcast or whatever but if you want to go to my podcast or you want to talk about it and you want to have a conversation that i might talk about on the podcast you can go to my twitter at marquees 95 sports m-a-r-k-e-s-c 95 sports that's all together and or you can go to my instagram at and dm me at marquees 95 sports or if you got a facebook page or you, most of you got most people got facebook if you don't i don't know why where you at you must be living on a rock or something but uh, Facebook, if you have a Facebook, you can order the whatever you want to call a podcast Facebook page. And once you do that, you go on there, you can DM me, you can look up that you can, I'm going to get some updates in the near future about my merch, whatever, if just in case you want some, you guys want some. So, uh, it's coming up in the near future. I'm getting, I'm closing in on a couple of deals right now. Um, I'm just like settling some money or whatever, but we'll be good, but I'll see you guys. I mean, see you guys. You'll be see you'll actually listen to me next episode. But I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.